And if you're just tuning in, where the hell have you been? You're finally listening to the number one show on Apple, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio combined. Coming up on the show today, the story of how I directed traffic at the scene of an accident. And an Airbnb update regarding the first three guests. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Shun. Welcome back into the show, everybody. We are glad to have you here, whether you're a new guest or, well, not a new guest. Well, maybe you are a new guest. Um, Looking at my producer right now, wondering if we should cut this. Going to keep rolling, though. If you are a new listener, thank you. If you are a recurring listener, thank you. We appreciate it no matter what. Um, And you can follow us on social media, 103.9 The Sean on Instagram, 103.9 The Sean on Twitter. Or if you feel like sending us an email, 103.9theshawn at gmail.com. The inboxes are seeing less action than a Dungeons & Dragons master. So feel free to send along something. Anything. So diving right into the first uh, tease story here. Uh, Two weeks ago, I was driving home from the gym. And it was about 5.15 p.m., so it was still light out, getting dark. And I'm driving down the road, and I see these cars stopped along the side. And I look to my left, and I see two cars off the road in, like, a ditch. One of them was halfway up a tree. Just, you know, not a good situation, obviously. Not ideal. Certainly not something you want to be a part of. But it was apparent that it just happened, so I pulled over. And I got out of my car and I asked, I was like, did anybody call 911? And some lady was like running towards the two cars and like, yeah, I just called. I'm on the phone with them now. And I was like, okay. So then I'm like looking around like, hmm, well, I don't want cars to be whizzing by on this two lane road while people are possibly running back and forth across the road. And we have two cars already on the shoulder Um, and we have two cars in the ditch, so I just decided to start directing traffic. Um, (laughs) I didn't have a vest. I didn't have a stop sign. I just had sheer Good Samaritan will. So what do I do? I start waving my hands downward to slow the cars down. It was only a two-lane road, Uh, and then I just I stop one side, I stop the southbound traffic, I let the northbound traffic go, about 10 cars, and then I stop the northbound traffic and I let the southbound go for about 10. So I'm doing this for about 10 minutes, traffic's naturally starting to build up, you know, it's a busy road and I'm turning a two-lane road down to one lane. (laughs) Uh, Most people were cool about it, Uh, some people didn't listen, they just kind of went right by my stop sign hand, but what are you going to do, they're assholes. So after about 10 minutes, the first cop arrives on the scene, and he parks across the street from where I was, 
and he goes running towards the two cars that are in the ditch. And as he's running past me, he goes, is anybody hurt? And I'm like, I don't know. I just been doing this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't think he really appreciated that, but I was pretty certain that, uh, the people in the cars were not hurt. Uh, there was other people talking to those people that were, you know, in the ditch. And it was apparent that there was no major injuries, maybe a couple minor injuries. I don't know. Like I said, I was just directing traffic. Uh, but, yeah. So then, you know, once the first cop was on the scene, I kind of realized that, you know, people would see the lights and start to slow down. So I kind of figured out that I was doing more harm than good at that point. So I just got in my car and drove away. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's my that was my attempt at a good deed for that day. And uh, I like to think that I made a difference. If you uh, also have a scenario that you've been involved in, uh, something like this, and you want to uh, call into the show or uh, reach out to us, we'll read your story live on the air. Uh, we would like to hear from all the good Samaritans out there. We know that we have a few of you out there. Some good, hard-working, honest people that are just trying to make a difference. So if you're one of those people that want to share their story live here, on the air, to the masses, feel free to reach out via social media or email. Are you over there trying to film a Get Ready With Me TikTok video for your 43 followers? Are the tears from years of high school trauma messing up your mascara? Is Josh not answering a single fucking text, and now you're more ticked off than tick-tocked? Well then we've got a solution for you. It's time to join the Let's Get Ready Together Masterclass, where you'll learn the ins and outs of burying trauma and stress behind a face full of makeup. Upon completion of the course, You'll have the skills to go viral and cash in big time. All those other losers will be left stunned at your literal and figurative transformation. Those jealous bitches will be left in the setting powder dust. Use promo code BEAUTYQUEEN for 20% off enrollment fees. Your flagship station for unimportant things. 103.9 The Sean. Alright, welcome back everybody. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. We are happy to have you here, whether you just joined right now or you've been listening since the beginning or since the beginning of time. Uh, we're now going to get into the Airbnb update. We've had three groups so far stay at my house. And so far it's been pretty good. Um, the first group was four people. They gave us four out of five stars, which kind of sucks, honestly. Um, on the public part of their review, they said, great location, beds very comfortable, we stay again here. Not even a proper sentence. We stay again here. Uh, so that's awesome from a public standpoint. And then on the private note, they put, my son said his room got hot and there wasn't enough hot water, which I'll get to the hot water thing in a second, but I was hoping for better than four out of five stars, obviously, to, certainly to kick us off. Um, the second people were two couples from California. 
the guy was awesome. Uh, he was very responsive on the app. Um, they had a couple of requests, though, that we had to try to navigate our way through. The first night they checked in, I got a text on the Airbnb app, and he goes, Hey, uh, how's it going? I hope everything's well. Um, do you have a full-length mirror in the house? And I was like, shit, because I know that we don't. Uh, fun fact, we have ordered three. Uh, I ordered them back on Black Friday. They've still yet to arrive. They're like, they hang on the back of the bedroom door or something like that. So I was like, no, I was like, they're ordered. We haven't had them arrive yet. Um, I can bring one over tomorrow morning. And he's like, yeah, that would be great. So we brought over the full-length mirror that is here at Lindsay's house. Um, well, actually, she did the next day. So thank you, Linz. Love you. Um, and then they were happy about that. Then I get a text the next day on a Saturday. I'm lounging on the couch. I'm expected to have, you know, a relaxing couple of hours. I get a text. Hey, uh, just wanted to let you know that we aren't getting much hot water and it's only lasting about four minutes in the shower before it gets lukewarm or cold. And I'm like, shit, because now I know for a fact that the hot water heater is a problem uh, because the first person said it and now this guy's messaging me about it and he says, we'd love to see if we can get that fixed. And I said, okay, yeah, let me reach out to my handyman. Shout out to my handyman, Mike. He once again saved my ass. Uh, he helped me to install new elements and new thermometer on the water heater. We took out the old elements, and according to the people that day, they were like, oh, yeah, this is much better. And I was like, uh, you know, happy to hear it. And just for their trouble, I took $200 off their stay because in the long run, um, with Airbnb, I care more about the five-star review than I do a couple extra hundred bucks. Yes, I had to spend money on paying Mike and paying for the element part and $200 off their overall stay. I still made a couple hundred bucks, so in the grand scheme of things, I'm still ahead. And because I went through all that and basically tried my best to give them a five-star experience gave them some money back uh they gave us five stars and that was uh, really awesome so after that we averaged uh 4.5 on our review and then we had uh two guys who were here for work staying for four nights um and they did not give us a review after their initial stay because they are actually at the house again this week so i'm hoping by the end of their second stay they will leave us a five-star review uh gonna keep you posted on that uh, those guys are not communicating whatsoever on the app. Not that I need to become pen pals with anybody. I'm just saying, you know, just want to, uh, I don't know. I just like to make sure that everything's cool. Like I sent them a mid-stay message like, hey, I hope you're enjoying your stay so far. Please reach out if you need anything. And uh, it was just crickets. But whatever, as long as they are not des destroying my house and uh, – you know, we're cool uh, because my current job, I do not make much. Um, so these extra big chunks of change coming in are pretty sweet, I got to say. The other little uh, story that I had written down here is that uh, my friend Mike sent me an Instagram post last week. Uh, it was about an Airbnb book 
basically you can get the book for free if you just pay for shipping and handling but you know it's kind of one of those situations where they're like they're just dying to get your information so they could sell you more shit but i was like eh, i'll go through with it <laughs> i was like eh, it's 99.95 not 99.95 it's 9.95 for the shipping so all in all this book is going to cost me 10 bucks and it's going to teach me a little bit more about airbnb and how to be more successful Upon registering for this book, I receive five emails that day. And then, over the next five days, at least one per day, then I got some asshole calling my phone on that Saturday when I'm trying to deal with a water heater issue. And I said, "Uh, yeah, hey buddy, I'm a little busy right now. Let me call you back. Guess what? I haven't called him back. Then I get a text. I'm on their text. I'm on their calls. I'm getting emails. I'm getting invites to webinars. Learn from the experts. Reply to this email so future emails don't end up in your spam folder. I'm already getting fucking spammed. Now I'm debating over here if I need to use Airbnb travel mode to go off the grid to have these people stop messaging me. I get an email. Chapter 1. The Story of Brad. I don't care about Brad's story. I don't care about how he made money on Airbnb. I don't got time for this shit. They end the email with, Sound good. Cool. I'll talk to you tomorrow. What? No. I paid $9.95 for a book not to be digitally harassed daily. So, uh, Brian Page, whoever you are, you need to cool your jets and maybe send one or two emails a week. And be a little less harassy. If you enjoyed today's show and you listened from start to end, please tell a friend. We're assuming you have at least one friend out there in the world. If you hate the show and you now consider me a foe, tell another foe. You might have a few friends or foes out there that you can help spread this show to. Help our audience grow to be, well, even bigger than we are now. We're already number one, but there's always room for improvement. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, we are 103.9 The Sean, Twitter 1039 The Sean, or email 103.9 The Sean at gmail.com. Coming up after the break, we're going to be diving into the Brazilian President's Council's credit card charges and why they charged $16,000 worth of ice cream. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Shun.